afternoon from the racing capital of the world, Speedway, Indiana. My name is Nick Sturgeon, your host of the Cyber.Now podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to what will be a series of podcast minisodes, if you will, from interviews that I was able to get during this past week at the 2019 edition of the Cybertech Midwest Conference. Had a fantastic time, caught up with a lot of people, some whom you will hear on these interviews. So I did four total interviews with three different people. Two of the three people you have heard from on this show before, Chatrice Mosley and Julia Kraut. Chatrice is the Cybersecurity Programs Director for the state of Indiana. Julia Kraut is the Global Director of Events for Cybertech, she, again, you can go back and listen to my past episodes as fantastic works for Cybertech and was able or was one of the folks who I worked with to get the podcast as a official media partner of Cybertech Midwest. With that said, the first set of interviews will be the first two that I did with Chatrice. One will be from the end of day one, followed by the conversation at the end of day two. We'll break that up with some commentary and some reflection from cyber, at least from my reflection from Cybertech, and finish that up with Julia Kraut. And then the last mini-sode will be an interview with the third guest, who's brand new to the show, Teddy Guzik, who is the cybersecurity director at 1150 and the lead instructor for their cybersecurity program. So really, really excited about being able to get to talk to those three over the two-day period. And also from that, I was also able to make a couple of new connections while I was at Cybertech, which I'm hoping will lead to a few more interviews and new guests onto the show. So really, really excited about that. So Again, this first set of interviews will be with Chatrice, and then in the next episode, we'll get to the one with Julia, like I said, and then finish that up, or this series of mini-sodes up with my interview with Teddy. Also today, I had a really, really good conversation with Lindsay Marie of townhall.com that will air after this series of mini-sodes from Cybertech. All right. Without any further ado, I'll shut up and get to the interviews. We are at the end of day one of the Cybertech Midwest 2019 conference. I'm Nick Sturgeon, the host of the Cyber.Now podcast and official media partner of, partner of the conference. With me, the one and only <laughs> Satrice Mosley, Cyber Program Director for the state of Indiana and organizer of this chaos that was today. <laughs> How are you, Chatrice? I am uh, exhausted, but happy, <laughs> very happy. <laughs> well, like I said, it's end of day one. Yes. Fantastic turnout so far. Yeah, I was really, really happy with everybody, and everybody seemed to be happy, so I didn't hear any too many complaints, and I know plenty of people who would have uh, had no problem coming and telling me their thoughts, so they seemed pretty happy. So, yeah, The lineup of speakers today 
phenomenal. Can you do a Thank quick you. rundown of Absolutely. who was on the agenda for today? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, we we had, um, you know, uh, Gary Dick actually opened up as MC, and then he said, tag your it, and then I continued mid-morning through the rest of the day, um, which, um, which was fun. Um, and we had, of course, our Homeland Security Advisor to the Governor and Director of Homeland Security, um, Brian Langley, um, and uh, we had an address by the Governor, um, which was great, and really talked about that partnerships and and how this is an opportunity and cybersecurity is most certainly a force to be reckoned with and is a priority for Indiana um, and alongside um, is his 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 partner um, uh, along the the executive branch um, lieutenant governor who um, not only came but also provided awards to um, to the top three teams in Indiana that participated in um, girls go cyber start um, award ceremony so we were excited to have young people here we had um, professionals, we had state, we had government, academic, we had just businesses who were just curious about it. We had media. It was a, a really good day. And, and the, the frankly, it'd be a really long podcast if I went through the full um, <laughs> sessions, but we had, you know, privacy. We had a really great cyber um, med session that kind of, um, you know, was a very interesting it, take it on it. It was a very interesting. It was. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, one of the things that we really, at the beginning of even planning cyber tech and, and discussing with the, the cyber committee, uh, summit committee of the um, Indiana Executive Council on Cybersecurity for the governor and, and, and in partnership with cyber tech, you know, we, we come, came together early on and started talking about how do we see it, you know, what did we learn from last year, and we've all been to co conferences ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know I'm at conferences on a consistent basis um, that are cy that's cybersecurity, and so I know what I like and don't like as a user, and it was all about let's make this as diverse as possible, make the topics diverse make them to the point that anybody can walk in and have a sense of, of understanding of why it's important and what why 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 we should we care and why Indiana and and why are other people here and then um, you know really kind of uh, focus in on the partnerships and the connections between the startup companies and the service people and and the people who need it and and really an education as well as um, a collaboration and I think today was in a great encapsulation of, of all of that so yeah and I heard some comments and talking to several folks at the beginning of today that hadn't been to a cyber tech conference and they were concerned that it was going to be too vendor heavy i was like this is not cyber tech mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> it, yeah it, it is more yeah there's vendors here i know the conference talking with the conference folks they depend on the vendors it helps with what they do from a incentive of coming here. Absolutely. But it's not just, hey, I'm vendor so-and-so, look how great I am. Absolutely. If anything, you know, actually, I think there, there's a very clear understanding in all our partnerships, and we really do see every vendor as a partner in, in the creation of CyberTech and the success of CyberTech is that if you come and bring something to the table, then you're a vendor we want to work with, right? So it isn't just a, um, you know, only come, you know, pay to play, but come pay to play and bring the right person person that adds value to the discussion and then can break it down to for the normal person to understand and and you know with the kind of vendors that we had today every 
everybody brought their A game. Everybody brought the the executives or the people who had you know um, had the kind of um, you know, experience with people and explaining to them what what cyber is in 101 terms to the more detailed components for for a little bit of everybody you know for everyone. So you know you had the more detailed sessions and then you had you know we had a sports session right. Yeah. Like it's a team effort. You know, like people don't think when you go to a, a Pacers game or a Colts game or you know NCAA game or or any of those those type of events or, or large urban events, which we're going to be discussing more tomorrow, you know, they don't think the kind of work that is put behind that, not only on the physical security side, but because if, if it plugs into a wall, there's a cybersecurity side yep. too. Um, so it really, um, it really has kind of hit, you know, you know, all the kind of, kind of, I guess, type of people that would be here um, going from the people who doesn't, you know, doesn't know anything about cyber to the people who are, you know, chief information officers and security officers who, you know, also came away and walked walked away with something. Yeah, and it, it really helps facilitate even in a company, the CEO and the CIO and the security officers or even the security folks that are doing it to be able to have a conversation Absolutely. about why it's important. So Absolutely. it isn't just, hey, you need security or you need this app or you need this technology. It's just this is why it's important to our business, to our organization, to the state, to right. our local governments. Yep. Uh, the panel that Dewan Neely, the state CIO, moderated with the uh, CISOs from the various states, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan and Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I mean, and Illinois. Illinois. Yep. And they, not only did they talk about the issues that they're having at the state level, but also at the local level, mm -hmm. county level. So Absolutely. it is a it's the right mix of everything is it one-sided and i know i'm, I'm a little biased I <laughs> <laughs> well i am too yeah. but i also think you know there there's power in the truth you know and even in for example in, in the you know i had a couple people come up and they thought that even the tone of the state cio and, and ciso and cto panel um was was very different from even last year you know and, and kind of it isn't about like you know let's pan our chest and say how great we are and, and and it be kind of a smoke and mirrors thing which a lot of you know unfortunately a lot of people do in these kind of conferences it really was actually Hey, we're we're doing these good things, but this these are the areas we're struggling with, and these are the areas we're working with these other states on, and these are areas we're working with partners on, and this is why we need private sector involved. This is why we need academic sector involved and military involved, because really, no state and no one entity should be doing this alone. And and states, I think, are coming to really realize that that a lot of what the model is of Indiana, frankly, is that we we approached it from the beginning of we can't do this alone, nor should we be running this. We should be facilitating it. We have the capacity to do that, but we're more than happy to help um, in, in making those connections. And the connections is really the key piece to the success, not only of CyberTech, but of the Indiana Executive Council on Cybersecurity and our overarching strategy for the state and is really what has made Indiana go from one of the, you know, 38, 39 states that have something that talk about this to one of the leading states in the nation. Yeah, and it's interesting, and this is actually from one of the opening keynotes, and I put this out on Twitter. Twitter, the show's Twitter page, uh, Bill Burkholder from Rolls Royce yeah. even said, hey, I'm not a cyber guy, but mm -hmm. this is why it's important. He's the president of the defense program for Rolls Royce. And I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but it's cyber, a silent killer. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, that just spoke volumes. And he related that to the heart attack. Yes. Uh, somebody having a heart attack and really that it, it's not the loud flashy things that'll hurt you well 
but it's there. that's when you'll notice no, it yeah. but <laughs> it's gonna be when that notices you'll start like kind of just like a heart attack retro and be like maybe i shouldn't have had those 30 cheeseburgers you yeah. know that day right yeah. i mean it's kind of you do realize then that that the the real way of 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 increasing our cybersecurity awareness and and fortifying our institutions and organizations and and really you know it isn't just the job of the the chief information officers and the it division but it's the job of everybody who touches keyboard um i mean it's that that mindset and that culture that that in indiana i think we really are starting to kind of turn the page on slowly but surely but we really are in this for the long game this is not a you know in one year we're going to see you know a million results i think we're, we've seen a lot of progress but there's still a lot to do and and i think today is a good example of, of getting the right people in the room and networking and being able to um, educate people who just walked in the room and just started joining the conversation and um, and then we just continue the partnerships from there yep. so what's in store for tomorrow day two yeah day two is going to be i think just as fantastic as day one i mean we start off with um with uh actually i'm passing on the torch um as gary dick with me um <laughs> from being the mc the today and we're actually scott jones founder and president of 1150 academy will be emceeing tomorrow so i'll get to actually sit and enjoy <laughs> um how that goes and and get to actually um uh enjoy the the exhibition and and um talk with the vendors and um and the participants and kind of get feedback um because that's important for me and and a lot of people i feel bad <laughs> today yeah. was like hey you want i'm like tomorrow come back tomorrow i will be available um so so if anybody's listening to this today or you know yeah, feel yeah. free to contact me especially after the conference i'm definitely more available for discussions and coffees and so on but um but then we also our special keynote address actually um is general wesley clark former nato supreme allied commander um, of europe um who has had um an extreme um extreme i guess i guess he understands the beach, if yeah. you will, from a military perspective of the defense component of it, and um, and is um, taught and in, 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 you know top of his class at West Point has a extended career in military, but um, but I think adds that that kind of defense component that we need to be considering. Um, and while he um, is retired, you know when when I'm meeting in, in D.C. and we have people here, they're talking about FBI's number one um, in, in the top three priorities is cybersecurity. Um, you know, uh, the Pentagon's, you know, top three cybersecurity. Um, if you're looking at the defense budget and you're looking at what, what numbers are going up and what numbers are going down when they're looking at budgets and at the federal level, the, num the numbers in the cyber budget are always the ones that are yeah. going up, right? So it's clear even at a federal level, cybersecurity is is priority and we hear it every day in the news. We hear it on from, from the Hill um, and most certainly at the state level. And then we'll also be talking about workforce development um, and and, um, and Internet of Things, global landscape, um, urban security, um, the communications and the Internet of Things era. So a lot of good things, including startup show and, and a lot of, um, I think, good connections. And I think that's the key is getting that well-rounded. We had a lot of players yeah, today, some really big names tomorrow. I think that's the weight of this conference that we're able to get some nice and well-respected people from all 
sorts of industries and sectors so absolutely i do love seeing all the people from all the types of people i mean small medium large companies um, executives and people who just um, work for the state work for local government um, media um, i mean it just it's really nice to see kind of everybody come together talk about a topic we've had some good media coverage today on um, the tv uh, yeah, and radio and wish tv this morning oh man I, i've been here since 5 30 <laughs> but i am still pretty energized for the rest of the nice. evening so um and so yeah we're we're really excited and if um you know for day two and just can't wait to see what comes of that and we're definitely most certainly excited to be hosts and and um assist any way we can and partner continue partnering with cybertech in the future years nice well thanks Patrice. So, we'll talk to you tomorrow absolutely thank you all right, all right bye you. bye Hey, that's the end of the first interview with Chatrice. Now we will get right into the interview from day two. We're at the end, basically, of day two, CyberTech Midwest 2019. Back with me again, Chatrice Mosley. Thank you. Absolutely. I just see it on your face. <laughs> Exhaustion, but also relief. Relief and, and energized all at yeah. the same time. It's a very complex feeling on what I feel at the end of the second day. So I'm um, excited for the glass of wine that's waiting for me at home, oh. but then already already starting discussions even today about what next year is going to look like. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, we're here in the one of the big halls of the Indiana Convention Center. Yeah, the Hoosier Hall, yeah. actually, yeah. so even better. Yeah. Fits. Yes. Well, maybe I know we've got a little bit of the uh, area blocked off, so maybe next year we can start expanding. Oh, we're hoping. Yeah, yeah, area. yeah. I think you know next year's vision is is, uh, is again bigger, better. You know, um, today I spent a lot of time with the exhibition hall um, because last year I was well. MCing the yeah. event and and a little bit running around um, with uh, with high level executives, which um, was a pleasure and honor to do so. But um, so this the, today was you know kind of hopping in between the really great sessions that really kind of covers some things that are near and dear to my heart. You know, workforce development being a really big yeah. one. Um, you know, the keynote speaker from um, you know uh, uh, General General Clark. oh General Clark was yeah. amazing. I think yeah. it was right on with um, you know kind of. You know, enough to scare us and even the ones that we know we should be scared, um, but to hear it from somebody who knows and, and has access to things that we would never have access to to say yeah. we really should be concerned, I think is a, is kind of always a, a re-wake-up call for even those that maybe we, we do it every day, so it kind of yeah. sometimes it gets a little latent on that. Yeah, um, I, though so. I had a little bit of fun with it, with uh, talking with Doug, though he did hit a lot of the... Uh, cyber buzzword. Oh uh, yeah. Bingo. As like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a game we should play next year. Um, and funny enough, I think Doug's gonna incorporate that. Incorporate I think those are great. Gamify uh, the conference. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gamification is a thing in cyber right here. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, between that and um, you know uh, the Internet of Things, the global landscape. Um, you know, um, was excited about the urban security in the cyber area. You know, kind of really understanding. Um, how that all works from a high-level perspective of um, you know the United Nations um, having somebody from there and mm -hmm. our Homeland Security um, advisor um, for the state um, director Langley and and then also communications right I mean we're we're especially here in Indiana you know and going to the big broadband initiative and 5G I mean there's a lot of talk of, of as those things are growing you know which is fantastic and much to the governor's points earlier um, in the conference you know technology it's it's a it's a thing that will continue to grow but with that also the threats right grow and so um, so being um, having the forethought of the cybersecurity and the you know um, in as we're planning
planning out these type of initiatives and these eras that are really kind of at the cusp, um, if not already in it, yeah. and and really kind of making it um, and 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 playing on that ecosystem, those collaborations and partnerships to make it work. Much easier to build it in oh. instead of to bolt on. Yes, and, and much easier. And also, if you're bolting on, typically it's because you're reacting to a bad day. Something else. Yes. Happened, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People don't typically bolt on later just for fun. They yeah. do it because they're they're like, oh crap, that was uh, that almost took us down. We don't want that. So yeah, you know, Indianapolis is one of the first cities with 5G. Uh, mm -hmm. AT&T is a big partner with the state of Indiana. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, it's not so much the speeds of 5G are going to to increase; it's the uh, bandwidth and the, the uh, baud <laughs> allowing more devices to connect. That is really the advantage of 5G. But with that, there's all that security concerns mm -hmm. that come along with all Absolutely. these interconnected devices. Absolutely. You know, and what we're what we're lucky to have is, is such good partnerships with you know AT and T and. Um, you know, and as we're looking at initiatives like FirstNet and our emergency responders, and and when we're looking at those those type of technologies that really increase efficiencies and increase effectiveness of, of, of in the time of need, um, but again, building those technologies and having really strong partnerships with with people like AT um, and T um, and and other communication providers. You know, we're um, and then also on the other side of the end user side of it, the municipalities and the 911 centers and the emergency responders and you know it's it's going to be important um, to just continue those conversations and always have it at the front of the conversation this is the capabilities and oh in addition to the capabilities how are we doing on the education of cybersecurity what are we doing next you know how are we incorporating that into the rollout of these broadband initiatives or these you know these type of technologies as they increase and I, that's always a um, and should be a part of the conversation and we're hoping as a culture we're, we're developing that because we have somebody in the room that's you know touching the council that it's at the forefront the passion that we have yep. within the um, the because of of the governor's leadership, lieutenant governor's leadership, and, and frankly, all the elected officials and who are all on board with the fact that this is important and we need private sector, academic, and public sector to, to be a part of it, to really get it to where it needs to be, and it, it's not just the state. Yep. So, so has All right, guys, that is it for this week's show. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to our sponsor, Delta Research, for supporting the show. Big shout-out to Doug Rapp and what he's doing there at Delta Research. And again, thanks to CyberTech for allowing me to come in and observe to talk and record to some folks during the conference. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to the show's webpage at cybernowpod.com. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages, Instagram, engage us there, give us a follow and a like. If you want to get a hold of me directly, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Polititech, or you can email me at nick at thepolititech.com. Finally, if you think this show is worthy, go to iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting platform to subscribe, rate, and review, and don't forget to share the show. If you guys do all that, I promise I'll be back again next week to do this one once more. Until then, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.